This is another 419 Grind exclusive. guest on the podcast is uh minister chris bird how's it going chris well good how you doing man pretty good pretty good um i wanted to talk to you about a few things mm-hmm. uh well first of all uh, i listened to the uh the, the last uh, re- uh single you had released in july um okay ho- holding on to you oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I love it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I want you to go back, way back, <laughs> way back, <laughs> back, back into time. Um, yeah. talk about how you started as far as a uh, being uh, a musician, singing. Like, how did that start? How did that originate with Chris Bird? Uh, well, it originated. Actually, at home, when I grew up, uh, I, it was it's six of us all together. It's four boys and two girls. All the boys played and the girls sang. And we had a piano and an organ in the house. Mm-hmm. And so I watched my brothers play. And that's how I learned from just watching them. They all took lessons. I did. Okay. And so at four years old, uh, my sister actually taught me my first song, uh, Joyce. Now she could she could teach music, but she don't play. Right, <laughs> right, right. But um, that's how I learned. Just kind of watching them, and you know, I I played by ear. And so, um, long story short, uh, grew grew up in the church, playing in the church. And uh, when I was about nineteen years old, of course, uh, I always followed you know Rance Allen's music. Um, went to some of his concerts, went to his church, you know, as a, as a young teenager. Right. But when I was about 19 years old, I got a chance to meet him when he came here and started uh, his church and um, got a chance to let him hear me play. And from that point on, uh, I was going over there every Sunday night and, you know, just kind of start trying to transition into being uh, his minister of music. And so that's, you know, where things, you know, kind of took off because I was introduced to so many people in so many environments where, right. you know, being in a professional environment and traveling on the road with him. Um, but but really, the the thing where it kind of uh, in where my a lot of my inspiration came from was going to their rehearsals with the Rand Island group in Tom's basement. We were in Monroe, uh, Monroe Michigan. He had a house there and he had his four track and that's where they rehearsed okay. and they would lay tracks and stuff like that. So I, I guess I started doing the same thing. I went and got me a four track recorder right. and, you know, put it, set up my basement and started me a little group. Uh, the first group, uh, well, I think, no, I, I won't say the first group, but 
one of the groups that I started um, around that time was a group called Encouraged. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, your dad, uh, Jesse Coleman Sr., uh, he was one of the members of the group. He sang with us um, and he uh, played saxophone, of course. Right. But uh, he, uh, he brought so much to uh, the group. And I remember he used to bring you guys over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you were on uh, Out Chase? Is that what it was? Uh, Yates. Yates, Yates. Was, yep, yep, yep. I remember. Yates and uh, Mulberry. Right. And uh, he used to bring you guys over. Y'all would be, you know, be be there at the house when we while we were rehearsing or laying tracks and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but that's, that's one of the things that... Uh, uh, that was a big part of our life, you know, uh, just la- being able to lay tracks and, you know, kind of get familiar with recording uh, on a four track, you right. know. Yeah. Uh, and then from there on, from then on, um, I uh, I met John P. Key, started to travel with him. Then I was inspired to kind of start a choir, which that's how True Victory kind of came about. Okay. Uh, and, you know, from there, we started recording uh is i mean it's it's so much to it because you know if i was writing jingles for a a, a guy uh named Kenar he had a studio okay and so instead of him paying me to write the jingles and and record i would write them record them you know sing them and have you know some people coming in and sing them instead of him paying me he gave me free studio time oh okay and so I had to do something with the studio time. So, right. so then I, you know, took true victory. We kind of formed, you know, formed a little group and um, we start, you know, working on some of the songs that I would write when the studio and record it. And that's how we recorded, you know, our first app, first record. But before, even before that, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me backtrack just a little bit. Even before that, I did an instrumental. Yeah. I remember that. I had the tape of that instrumental. <laughs> Right, that was my very first record. Yeah, um, uh, attitude of praise. Yeah, so yep. some of that was recorded right there at that studio, at okay. Kenar Studio. So that's kind of where we got our start, you know, in in recording. Right. And and then you know, all the while I'm you know still traveling with Rance Allen Group and and working with him and being groomed, um, you know, all the more right. to produce and write, you know, for them. So. Um, that's kind of like where we are now is, you know, we've been doing a lot of writing and producing for, for the Rance Island group and, and while still doing true victory, um, you know, we've made quite a few, quite a few CDs. Um, and, uh, it's been, it's been a wonderful journey. It's been a long, wonderful journey. (laughs) I I mean, I've watched every step that I, that I could remember. And I remember from the start of Encouraged, because um, I remember back when we when we first started listening to uh, the demos and stuff, right. and uh, it was somebody else that was listening. I was like, "Is that commission?" And, and I know you, <laughs> I know y'all got that a lot. I know you got that a lot uh, about how you sound because it's it's a Detroit type of sound. Um, right. I know you didn't mimic anything from commission. Like, how did you develop that that sound for Encouraged? Well, you know, commission was hot around that time. So we, you know, we were a male group and we, we, you know, tried to be a little bit bit like them, you know, they were, uh, they were a great inspiration uh, as well. 
you know, to, to us. And so we were kind of writing uh, with that, with that style, but, you know, with a, a little twist of our own style. Right. Right. One of the songs that that, that really stick out to me was uh, I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God. Like that was, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. And I, I wish we, we got so many demos of that, those songs, but we never really got them released. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. you ever you ever never thought about like going back and like redoing the songs or re-releasing them or fixing them, like completing the songs and and releasing them somehow. Yeah, you know, and if if I were to do that, that that song, I'll let nothing separate me. That would definitely be the one. Yeah, that that can be a true victory song. Like really, yeah. I mean that is so. Uh, and still have that that eighties type of feel to it, but turn it into a choir type of uh style. Uh right. yeah. I mean I would love it. I'd love to hear it if, if you if you ever did it. <laughs> I gotta find we we did that that particular song and a couple of others we did. We actually went into a studio in Detroit and recorded. Oh really? Yeah. And it man, it came out really good, but we just never did nothing with it. Right, right. Songs that no, nobody's heard other than just a few people that was around us you right. and yeah yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know some of the people that were attached to us right our families <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah. when you traveled with uh john p key like what was the what was that experience like uh it was great man um it was a great experience i learned a lot just because you know being going out on the road I met him in Detroit when mm-hmm. I was with Rance uh, at Young Artists for Christ uh, uh, sem- seminar. seminar. Yeah. And Rance Island Group had to sing and I played. So I met John and from that point on, we connected and every week he was like, you know, would you like to travel with us? You know, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. You know, I work a nine to five, but, you know, whenever I can go, I go. Right. Well, we usually go out on the weekend. So I'm I'm a, um I'm gonna have you come out with us. I was like, "Cool." I'm gonna tell you every weekend from that point on. I had a plane ticket in the mail. Wow, wow! Wherever, wherever they was going, he'd fly me in, or he would fly me to Charlotte, and I would get on the bus and ride with them. Mm-hmm. And we go out, and then I'd be right back home uh, to go to work on Monday. Right, right. Or sometime, uh, sometime I. I wouldn't make it to work <laughs> Tuesday, but you know, for the most part, I was home. You know, yeah. go back to work. so it was it was cool, and but I learned so much because I because I played by ear. I never really learned to read, um, and some of the things. Of course, I knew some, some a little, very little theory. Right. But one of the things that uh, I learned on the road was the number system. Being out there with him, mm. and that's how he communicated. So. You know, the rest of the band, they, you know, they, they knew. Right, right. Where go. Like if John started calling off numbers, you know, go to the one, you know. Ah, yeah, and yeah. Everybody would fall in. And I was like, one, oh, okay. <laughs> so I just fell in. Yeah. Go to the five, you know. And then I just kind of fell in. And that's how I learned. I was like, oh, yeah, one, two, three, you know. I, I mean, it was, it was, it worked. It, it came to me like right there on right. the spot. We were on stage. And these are song. These will be songs that I'd never heard before, but I had to play them oh, in a concert. Wow, okay. And so he's calling off numbers. Yeah. And of course, I didn't know it. He didn't know I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I picked it up right away. Right. And 
you know, it was cool. I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing with the guys. They were great. Um, you know, we uh, we vibe, and sometimes it would be different guys on the road. You know yeah. that you, you know from week to week, but uh, it was it was great, and we I, it was a great experience just being able to play with different different musicians that right. was professional, and everybody knew knew their craft, and and just being able to fall in like that it was great. Right. Uh, let's let's go back to encouraged. Uh, the, the 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 band members you had uh, Dale Kaiser. Yeah, Dale Kaiser uh, was on guitar, uh-huh. uh, and uh, he was one of the writers. Me and him did a lot of the writing. Um, um, and then your dad, of course, was with us. Um, and uh, let's see, my brother-in-law, Milton uh, Milton Rush, yep. he was one of the singers. Uh, my brother Anthony is sang with us uh, as well. At one time, okay. Um, let's see. Nick, Marty Nick. Lee sang with us before. Marty Lee, before, I think. Yeah. Deacon, Deacon Marty Lee from Saint from uh, back in the day, Saint James. Or oh, I had not I, I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. Okay. Um, let me see. Was Nick uh, Nick on the drums? Or, or? Oh yeah, Nick was on the drums. Nick was on the drums. Uh, let me see. Nick Allen. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy. Named Milton Hackett from Detroit, okay, who played the bass uh, for us. And then um, for a minute, there was a Curtis Curtis Turntine. Uh, he uh, everybody probably know Curtis. Uh, he lived here for a while. Now he's in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but uh, he uh, he played with us for a while. Um, I hope I ain't leaving nobody else out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Brian Cook uh, did some stuff with us. Okay. For a minute, yeah. Um, uh, who else? I'm gonna probably get in trouble because I know I'm probably. <laughs> <this guy. laughs> I put but, you, you on know, the spot, so <laughs> right, right. There was different, you know, different phases where you know maybe somebody else wasn't uh, available, so right. somebody else, to, you know, to join the group or whatever. So, um, but yeah, it was it was fun. It was a great great learning experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we got a chance to to write and collaborate on music and probably music that a lot of people haven't even heard, never heard. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've heard a lot of it. I had, I yeah. think, it, I think it was like at least six songs we had on that demo, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, um, but yeah, we we played that tape <laughs> so so much. <laughs> we memorized and we'll me and my brothers and sisters used to sing it. Uh, right. As as a group in the house. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now, when you, uh, how did you get your first uh, recording deal with, with Ty Scott? Was it with Ty Scott Records? Yeah, yeah it was with Ty Scott. <clears throat> so when I did um, the instrumental, me and my brother uh, Dennis, mm-hmm. we uh, can we kind of collaborated together on a label and um, and put and released the project. Uh, and from that point, Ty Scott Records heard it and they distributed it. They took it and repackaged oh, wow. it and distributed it for us. Okay. Uh, so that was the first deal, but I, I didn't really like sign a deal. We just did a distribution deal. It wasn't an artist deal. Right. Yeah. It was kind of a partnership. Now, after that, when I recorded Glory, Glory, Hallelujah, mm-hmm. uh, had a finished product, went to them, was like, here, check this out. 
they liked it. And so they offered me uh, a record contract. And okay. so that was, that was my first real record contract. Right. You know? um, so that's kind of how I got started um, with really, you know, recording. And of course, Rance, uh, Rance Allen, Pastor Rance Allen, he was on, he was featured on about three songs, I think on there. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, at that time they really hadn't, they weren't that familiar with, you know, with Rance Allen. And so that was kind of like a good introduction. Right. Right. To see and meet him. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and I was traveling with John as well. And John was signed to Ty Scott. So, right. you know, we would always run into each other. And so, um, as years went by, um, they took, they kind of took an interest in, you know, signing Rands. They were like, can you think you can make that happen? So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I did what I could made the connection and, right. and it happened. <laughs> now, when, when your first, uh, uh, I, I will say single, uh, glory, glory came out. Um, well, that was the, like the number one song on that album. Yeah, it was. It what was. did did you get any kind of feedback as far as like that's that kind of sounds like uh that kind of sounds like John P. Key. As far as the uh, the, yeah. so, the sound of it uh because uh-huh. to me Ty Scott then, Ty Scott always had this certain sound to 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 the uh, to the label. Every right. every every not not as far as that like the core progressions or anything like that, but the the sound of Ty Scott had this had this certain uh ambiance about about the choirs did you right. get, did you get that 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 feedback when oh yeah to, okay oh yeah and you know that was he was a big influence uh especially at that time you know yeah uh um tra- by, by be traveling with him and not just traveling with him but you know when i would go to charlotte uh, you know i would spend time there a lot and you know working with him in the studio uh-huh. uh, he kind of really helped polish my my production skills right right you know so we used to work on the same uh same we had the same gear we had the mmt8 mm-hmm. uh we had that uh hr 16 drum machine that elisa's drum okay. machine yep, yep. <laughs> r5 uh the u2 the u220 rolling u220 we were working with those uh instruments then and that's how we that's what we were using to lay our tracks on so oh, so you did had you had the same sounds anyway we had the same sounds. We worked everything on the same MIDI channel, so uh, we could pop the disc in. Uh, if I did something at, at my place, we popped the disc in uh, at his place, and everything is the same. Right. Because right. we mapped everything out the same. So um, that was, you know, some of the records that we did back then, like Jesus is Real, uh, Wash Me record. Um, you know, I was able to work on some of the stuff in Toledo, yeah. you know, do the tracks and then, you know, send it to him. And, you know, so that's how we kind of worked back then. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that was, that was who he had, he was a big influence yeah. at that time. So when I did glory, glory, hallelujah, you know, uh, I guess I was sounded a lot, a lot like him. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It, it's, oh, yeah. it, it was yeah. just, it happened to happen that way uh, right. because right. of the influence that he had on your life and on your music, which is, right. which in which that 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 tells something about uh, how you absorbed uh, what he, what what your your environment, right? Um, exactly. Now, when you exactly. moved to the, the second, what was the second album? Was it feeling moving? 
um, yeah, the second True Victory album was Feeling Moving. Okay, yep. you had something in between Glory, Glory, and and, and um. No, it was just it was Attitude of Praise. Was right, right, right. Okay. Uh, glory, Glory, and then Feeling Moving. Okay, now Feeling Moving. Uh, that's the 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 song that kind of uh made you go nationwide. Yeah, what, that, what, what's what? Yeah, what was the experience with that? Man, that was the greatest experience ever. Yeah. I mean, we recorded it live <clears throat> here in Toledo at Mount Pilgrim, right? And in ninety three. So, um, you know, we had we had been rehearsing like, I, I mean, I worked the choir, I worked True Victory like crazy, and we did like pre recording sessions, right? You know, where I would record everything, uh, video everything, just to make sure everything was tight, you know. And so, um, finally, when you know we were uh when i felt like we were ready we went on and you know scheduled the session and it was funny because we've been working all our, on all these songs and you know the day the day before um the session mm-hmm. we had a dress rehearsal and that that particular day was the day that i wrote feeling moving what I wrote it the day before the session. The day, the, the day before the live recording. Yes, wow. and I taught it to them at the rehearsal. Wow, because you know it just had this you know catchy melody and right, kind right. of like groove. So I was like, you know, I mean, I was, we were all set. We had all the songs, but this song just kind of hit came to me, and so I taught it to them. Just. You know, I wasn't even sure if we was going to record it, if they were going to remember it. You right. know, I just talked to them, and it was so easy that they remembered it. You know, so um, that's how you hear me say, well, I was I was talking, I was kind of acknowledging people that was there. Uh-huh. Said, yeah, said. Yeah. And so then I was like, uh, you know what? Come on, come on, y'all. Let's go ahead and do this song. Let's do this song, y'all. How many know the spirit of the Lord is in the house? You know, yeah. so Holy it Ghost really. In the house. So it really was a tentative song. It wasn't, you know, for sure that we were going to do it because we just learned. It. Yeah. So we kicked it off and, and they nailed it. And that was, that was the hit. That was the hit. When it took off, what, like, what was, what was your reaction? Like, <laughs> man, I mean, we were, we were so excited. We, you know, we were young right. and that was just the highlight of our life, man. You know, and, you know, just to see for Toledo, you know, we had a packed house. Everybody yeah. just, you know, it was just an awesome session. Everything went down great. You know, we didn't, um, back then, we didn't do vocal overdubs like we like we do now. Right, yeah. I'll do a live session now, and we'll go back in the studio, and we'll sing the whole thing over, mm. you know, and stack it. You know, of right. course, to make it real fat, and you know, just we'd use the the studio vocals and the live vocals. Well, back then we didn't do that. Yeah. We just we did everything, you know, at that live session. And matter of fact, there was a couple of mistakes. So at the very end, we went back and punched in and corrected the mistakes. Okay. At the end of the session, you know, I had the choir stay back, right, you know, right, just right. fix some things. So, you know, and that was it. <laughs> and we may have did just a little bit of instrumental overdubs, but everything pretty much was, it was whatever we did that night. That's what you got. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was, it was great. It was a great experience. And then actually 
that record, I was still signed with Ty Scott when I recorded it. Mm-hmm. Um, after I recorded it, another label, Pulse, uh, Pulse Records, yeah. out of Columbus. Um, and I kind of was traveling, working with Keith Dobbins on some records, on some of his music mm-hmm. at that same time. So I let them hear it, you know, being there working on some sessions with Keith Dobbins, let them hear it. And they were like, oh, my God, we want this. They wanted it. <laughs> so they wanted it so bad that they went to Ty Scott and was like, hey, we we want this record. They bought it out I, from Ty it, Scott? They bought, they bought me out of my contract. Wow. And, and, um, and they took it. And it was great, you know, because – from from that point, you know, we were um, you know, I mean radio took off yeah. songs with especially Phil of Moving. You know, Phil of Moving and I'll go, those were the two two big songs on that record. And radio took it. Uh we did a video for both of those songs and uh Bobby Jones aired the videos yeah. on uh video gospel and yeah. it was like number five. It was in the top five. Yeah. And once he started airing them videos, then everything just went through the roof. Sales went through the roof. We were on the road like every weekend, right. you know, touring. And um, it was it was just amazing. It was awesome. Because um, I, I remember, I, I don't know if it was in 95, we were in Philadelphia uh, for the uh, Soul Saving Station uh, convention. And the New York choir came up to sing. And they uh-huh. they sung "Feel It Moving." I'm like, wait a minute, how did y'all know? <laughs> how did y'all know this song? They said, "Oh no, that, that's Chris Bird's song." I said, "Yeah, I we know that Chris Bird is from Toledo." They said, "Oh, he is. We didn't know where he was from. We just we just saw wow. this song on uh on uh Bobby Jones, and we taught it to the to the choir." Yeah, so that that that's how we knew uh, how big of an impact uh, Chris Bird was in the on, in the gospel industry. Uh, by seeing other people from other cities, we were in Philadelphia, wow. and this choir was from New York singing your song. Right. I mean, that was the first time we've ever experienced wow. uh, fame. Like no, we oh, we know Chris Bird. Chris Bird is, is famous, a famous gospel artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wow. that was an experience for us because we knew you, man. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Now, <laughs> what was the um, uh, how did how did you move from there? Because I know you know that that was a that probably you know your one of your greatest hits. How did you move on from there? Did you think you had to top that with another song, or did you just say, okay, let's keep let's keep let's keep working, let's keep pushing? Yeah, I I that was that was the challenge to yeah. try and top that song because right. that was such a big song. Uh, we had to try and top it, and the song that I thought would top it was "Shower Down." Because yeah. that was that that was the one that I tried to to be. I wanted that to be the answer to fill a moving okay. shower down. So that was the next record actually shower down. Right. And that was it. It was it was the song did really well, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the big hit on that record. Right. I think um, there was two songs that really hit off that record. Uh, we give you the highest praise. Uh-huh. That was a worship song, and uh, lift them high. Yep. I think those are probably the biggest yeah. songs for that record. Give them the highest uh, praise. Was that was that Tressa Bowles on that? Uh no, that was just the actually the choir. That was oh, the, that wasn't okay. Lord, I worship. 
and adore you. Lord, I bow down before you. You remember that? Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, remember, I remember all those songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that. That Shower Down was probably one of my my favorite albums, like in gospel period, not just a Chris Burry album. In gospel uh, period, like that's I, I probably listened to that one from start to finish, uh, mm-hmm. every chance I can get. Uh, yeah. From that, from from giving the highest praise to to Courtney Dwight's uh, remix of of uh, uh, of uh, uh, Feel It Moving at the end. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Matter I mean, of fact, um, also on that record was. Uh, song i'm determined with uh, yeah, we have with uh, rants and uh dj rogers yeah was on there matter of fact we were just talking about we did a tribute to him uh the other day on our show and uh we were talking we were featuring that song but that that was a, a big song too as yeah, well. yeah 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 i remember I, I am determined uh that was like one of my my my, my favorite songs yeah. um this, the album after that um like where did you go after Shower Down? Um, after Shower Down, we did a live, we did live in concert. Was it was fresh? Um, I mean, is that what it was? It it was music fall, from Film Movement and Shower Down combined together. Was that Fall mm-hmm. Fresh on Me? Was the name of the album? Okay, yep, that okay. was uh, no. The name of the record was Live in Concert. Oh, okay. but Fall Fresh on Me was on there. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, and so that was. You know, um, songs that was actually from both of those records, and we just did a live concert, recorded it, and put it out. Okay, yeah. Now you you after a while you you changed and you you stopped doing. Well, you didn't stop. You kind of moved into doing uh, other songs uh, with just you, mm-hmm. um, and a different choir. Where, where where did you go from there after you uh, you stopped recording with True Victory? Um, it was just for, for a little while. We did um, our church choir, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Davidic Praise, yeah. recorded a few CDs with them, um, some praise and worship CDs. So from that, even before that, we did Next Level. That was oh, another. Yeah, yeah. And that was probably. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, Next Level. <laughs> um, I, I I I didn't forget about it, but I, I remember now. <laughs> Next level. Yeah, that, was, that was one of my favorites back, especially from back then. Yeah, that was that. To me, Next Level was like okay. Kristen stepped into you know a combination of hip hop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some got you got some gospel. You got some R and B type of feel because you had Crystal, uh, Crystal Waters, Crystal Waters. You had uh, Chucky Walker. Yep. On a couple of songs, uh, man, that 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 song was Rance on that album too. On uh, the Christmas song, he did the Christmas song. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I, I love that album too because <laughs> we did actually did a song at at, at our church. Uh, what song was that? We did a couple songs from that from that album. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. We, you know, of course, you know Chris Bird in the city. We have to do a Chris Bird song for the church choir. <laughs> okay. Uh, how did that record do though? How did Next Level do? It it did okay. It didn't do as well as the uh, uh, Feel It Moving and Shower Now. But um, I think at that time, you know, the record company they were kind of making some transitions. Uh, 
because they were based out of a church. Okay. And at that time, they were kind of making some transitions and the church was taking over the label and all of that. So that kind of, I think, you know, kind of interfered a little bit with uh, the progress of, of oh, pushing the doing. album. Yeah. 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 Um, one of the songs that you did with, uh, I mean, after Next Level, um, I think it was in like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of that? It was a, it was a praise and worship song. Um, I'm gonna cheat a little bit here. <laughs> <sighs> it was with True Victory. No, it was just yeah. It was with True Victory. Cry loud. That's what it was. Yeah, I I love that song, uh, but I don't think it got the respect that it deserved. Right, it did. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean I, I I thought that that was okay. This is one of the top uh, praise and worship songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's out right now. I don't think it got the respect or the the the, uh, the push that it that it needed. Right, it, people to hear it. It did, and see that at that time, you know, um, I was doing my own label. You know, so of course I didn't have the the backing. financial yeah. backing that I wish that I that I wish I had, you right. know, or that I had, you know, prior to that on some of the other records. So we were, you know, just trying to do the best we could. Right, <laughs> with, right. But yeah, you know. But um, you know, that that record, um the the title of that's great and mighty. They mm-hmm. had a lot, of, a lot of great songs on there. Yeah. It just didn't get the attention. Right, right. Yeah. Um your your experience with Rance. Uh you wrote for him and you yeah. you, you played for him and you toured with him. I remember mm-hmm. one uh was the it was the live recording in Detroit. Uh my dad was singing background. Uh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think Fred Hammond and and uh and uh, Kurt Franklin were there in the, yep. in Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that 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 live recording. Yeah, that was a uh, the live experience one that we did. I think it was around two thousand five or yeah. something like that. Um, that was a great it was a great experience. I mean, um, it was the first. I think it was the first live record that Rance ever did. Okay, and you know he wasn't he rather do studio, mm. but his his real element was live. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, man, you got to do a live record. Right. We got to do this because, you know, when you when you're in front of a crowd, people just go crazy. Right. You know. Right. We really had to push him to do that. Really. You know. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't want to do the live recording. No, he because he's never he had never done it before. He's always done studio. Oh. So his thing was you know working in the studio, but once he done it. He really liked it, but it yeah. just, you know, it took a lot to get him to do it. Right. And then after, even after that, you know, we did live experience too, which was like another five years later. Mm-hmm. It took a lot to get him to do that too. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, um, man, it was great, you know, being able to, uh, to work and produce, uh, with, you know, uh, produce that record with not only records, but, uh, Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin and LaShawn Page was on there. Yeah. You know, working with different artists. 
it was a, it was a great experience and great learning experience for me, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's fast forward to uh, I think it was what three years ago. Mm-hmm. You, you contacted me about doing a uh, album cover for you or a single cover for you. Yeah. Yeah. How, how good it is. Um, yes, sir. I heard the song. I, I had to say, let me hear the song so I can uh, see what you see what you know see what the experience is on the song. So uh-huh. I listened to the song and 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 did the uh, cover for you. You released the song, and then two years or a year later, I'm listening on the radio uh, one mm-hmm. Sunday morning, and I hear uh, Byron Cage singing the right. song. I said, "Wait a minute, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's Chris Burr's song." So yeah. How did that? How did that come about? Did he hear the song and wanted to uh, do do it over, or how did that happen? Yeah, he was here at our church for our um, conference okay. that we have every year, and so he was like the guest, you know, uh, psalmist that for that night, and so we sang that song in praise and worship, mm. and he heard it, and after church he was like, man. I'm working on a new record and I gotta have that song. Wow. And I'm like, hey, you can do it, you know. And I mean, that was that wasn't the first song that he's ever recorded by. He did um Worship the King uh on on another previous record. So okay. you know, we had uh, kind of had, you know, a relationship uh, you know, where uh I would write for him. So um I'm like, yeah, go ahead. We released it already, but you know, I would love for you to, for you to do it, right. and uh, and so he did it, and it was funny because I didn't even know for sure if he was going to do it. I sent it to him. I sent him a couple other songs too as well. But um, next thing you know, he called me and he was like, "I recorded the song," and uh, well, matter of fact, let me backtrack. Let me uh-huh. backtrack. Um, before he recorded it, you know, he connected me with the label and we were kind of talking, talking business and, you know, we were, wasn't quite coming to terms. Right. And so like now nah, we'll just, just forget it. You know, Cause it, I don't, I don't want to agree to that. Right. And so, um, I didn't think they were going to do it. Well, he recorded it anyway. He's like, I know y'all, y'all didn't work things out, but I recorded the song anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to work it out. Right, right. <laughs> Y'all work it out. And then he connected me with this guy again, so we worked it out. Okay. We worked it. Yeah. <laughs> who, who else have you have you written for? Um, or what songs have you uh, recorded and somebody else redone? Uh, well, I've recorded uh, of Glory, Glory, Hallelujah, Keith Dobbins and Resurrection Mass Choir, they recorded it. Mm-hmm. Um and I've written other songs for them as well. Um, written songs for Beverly Crawford. Okay. Uh, Higher in the Lord. Uh, that was a big song. That that was a big, big song. Yeah. Um, Victory. It was a song called Victory, Victory Comes. Uh, she recorded that song. Uh, written for Brian Courtney Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a song. Uh, Almighty God. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Paul Morton, Bishop Paul Morton. Okay. Uh, Our God is mighty. Um, Bishop Eddie Long and the uh, New Birth Choir. They recorded a song called "Make His Praise Glorious." Mm. Uh, and 
man, it's, I'm sure I'm leaving some people out. Albertina Walker, uh, Lord, I thank you. Uh, wow, Paul Porter, uh, Full Bloom, which I, I recorded as well. Right. Uh, hmm. Uh, Brian Hurst I recorded some songs, a few, quite a few songs, and produced uh, for him. Uh, man, I know I'm leaving some people out. The, the GMWA Mass Choir, they recorded uh, quite a few songs of mine. Um, and I know I'm leaving some people out, but <laughs> it's, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a lot. Um, yeah. So what what do you got going on now? Well, uh, right now we've been trying to deal with this COVID situation yeah. and, you know, do something a little different you know for one music has changed the way uh people get music has changed right. you know they're not buying cds no more mm-hmm. uh, they're not really even downloading anymore they're streaming it right right so that has affected you know it has affected you know us you know financially right right and, well, you know even though it has affected us. You know, God has still been faithful and right. giving us other other means, you know, because I I don't just do one thing; I do multiple things. So, yeah. um, I think uh, one of the things that I've been focusing on here since, uh, you know, since this pandemic, just kind of doing more video things uh, virtually, and. Um, We've released a few videos, virtual videos, you know, with True Victory. We right. got some more that we're working on even now. Uh, some of the songs that we already recorded, we're just kind of putting them there. Right. Uh, and uh, I started, uh, I've, I've been on a for a couple of years doing uh, doing a, doing my own show inside Chris Burke Music Box on uh, 102.3 Proclaim FM. So that's right. been uh, uh, very uh very successful and uh i'm loving doing that and so we just started a virtual uh video show on facebook and youtube that we just launched like two weeks ago okay so we're doing that um and that's you know just something different yeah because you know we we still want to get the music out and right. so that's what we're doing that is and not only our music but just you know sharing giving other artists an opportunity to, uh, you know, on a platform to, to really share the music and do interviews just like we're doing now. Right, you know, right, we, yeah. You know, so, um, and not only that, just music, but we, we're talking about different uh, things, uh, especially with the time that we're in now. I think um, uh, one of the shows that we got coming up, we're going to be talking about the end times mm. because, you know, I feel like you know, we're, we're really at the edge of it. Yeah. Edge of it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Uh, a lot of people may not know what it come, you right. know, so that's some of the things that we're going to be talking about and sharing. So uh, different, uh, I got um, Bishop Parker. He's one of my co-hosts mm-hmm. and um, you know, we just uh, my, my um, well, Bishop Rance was on there with me this past week. Uh, my pastor, she's going to be on there. Uh, in a couple of weeks, and we're going to be talking uh, a lot about your time. So that's one of the things that we're really trying to focus on right. and, you know, do something different, even though we're still making music, you know, but this is just other avenues to, to really 
you know, get the attention of the people and, and still share our music. Right. I, I think that's where everything is going to end up going anyway, as far as like um, ministry and as, as far as uh, radio podcasting, this yeah. is, this is what's going to happen. Um, people communicating this way, doing mm-hmm. shows this way, uh, putting out music this way, because right. first of all, it's, it's safer <laughs> right. um, and it, it's, it's very convenient. Yeah, it is. And more people are into, um, I want to be at home. I want to be out in the crowd. I want to be, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to church because it's too many people, but I can still receive a message, uh, daily, weekly by listening, by tuning in to proclaim or watching Chris Bird's, uh, uh, show. You might as well call it a podcast, Chris, because you, yep. you might as well start a podcast and, and extract the audio from the video and put it up on Apple music and iHeartRadio. You might as well do it. Okay. <laughs> no, really. I mean, that that's just, that's another, uh, a stream. That's another stream of income. Uh, right. get, get the podcast out there on these different platforms and you know, you're doing the same thing. You're not doing anything extra, but just taking the video out of it and putting right. it out there for other people to just listen to. Um, okay. that's what it is right now. Right. Um, and, and it's easy to do. I mean, you know that, I mean, you, you work in audio and video right now. Um, yeah. so it, I think that's something that, I mean, if you need help with it, I'll help you with it <laughs> to set it okay. up. But yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, I watch the show sometimes and mm-hmm. it, it brings something different. Right. I was, I, the last show I watched was with, uh, RC was on there. Oh uh, Yeah. And that was a good show. I think uh, Nikki D was on there too, right? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love what you're doing. Uh, I, I've always been a fan, of course, and uh, you like a, a second uncle to me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, but I mean, I love what I always love what you do. Um, yeah. And uh, I, as a kid, I aspired to be like Chris Bird. When people listen to my early music tracks, oh, that sound like Chris Bird. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. You sound like Chris Bird. That's what people used to tell me because I, I listen to your music so much. Wow. Like you said, you listen to uh, John P. Key. You was around John P. Key, but I listen to Chris Bird so much mm-hmm. that my my chords and my chord progression sounded like your music. So <laughs> you've always wow. been an inspiration to what I do in my music. So I just want to thank you for being who you are and, and, and being the man uh, that you, that you are as a, as a father, as a musician, as a husband and as a minister. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. That's, that's so good to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have any other, uh, any other projects coming up? Uh, Anything you want to say before we end end the show? Uh, Well, any encouraging words? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, as far as projects, I mean, it's more so the world that we live in now, as far as when it comes to making music, is more like singles. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I, where, where my head is. It's just uh, putting out singles. And then once I get a, enough singles out there, then I'll probably just take those and put them on an actual CD. Right. You know, uh, so that people can buy it. You know, and put it on, put it on a project. Yeah. But um, you know, singles is is where it's going. I need to do another love CD. And mm, uh, I remember the first love CD. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> uh, uh, Songs in the Key of Love, Volume One, 
between the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wait a minute. Let's talk about that before we go. <laughs> Let's kind of talk about that. What did the church say to Chris about making that CD? Because um, I remember the album cover. You were uh, it was your wife Bridget and yep. you uh, on the cover. I'm like what is? What is Chris doing with the love making CD? I was a kid at the time. Like maybe I was like 17, 18 or something like that. I'm like, what, what is Chris doing? What what did the church feel about that? <laughs> I mean, you know, some of them they, you know, when they when they when they first look at it or, or first hear it or see it, of course they're like, Whoa, what is this? Right. You know, it's funny because, you know, I would be out, you know, and you know, people would look at the C D and they's like, Is that your wife? I'd be like, no, that's my country. I can't go out like that. I can't right. put, put nobody else on there. But, you know, um, I mean, the church, I think for the most part, they embraced it. If they didn't, they didn't let me know it. Okay. You know, but yeah. they didn't. I'm sure there was people that did have something to say about it. But the ones that did, really hadn't listened to it. They okay. couldn't have. Right. Because yeah. when you listen to it, even though it's very straight up, you know, bedroom music, yeah. it ain't nothing for your kids to listen to. Right. Right. You know, it's baby making. And and I even had on the on the C D cover, uh parental advisory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Married couples only. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so um but you know it's written straight from the Songs of Solomon. You know, and it's all biblical. And it, it's funny because, you know, I a lot of times when I'm, I'll, I'll write songs. Just I'll sit at the sit at my keyboard and I'll just, you know, get and I'll play myself, sing myself into God's presence, mm-hmm. and you know, just worship. Right. And that's how a lot of songs come. And so most of the songs that I will be writing, of course, is worship, right. worship songs, yeah. you know, praise songs, and. As I'm in worship moments with God, all of a sudden I start hearing these love songs, and I'm like, "Whoa, what in the world!" I'm thinking, "The devil!" <laughs> right, right. And it kept happening. Wow. I mean, it happened a few times, you know. So I'm like, "God, what, what, are you, what is this?" And so He said, "I want you to make a CD with some love songs, so that people can." understand love from my perspective oh wow and you know and it was it was out there yeah you know yeah, yeah. but um and i even i let my pastor hear it that was the, the real <laughs> test right you know if this gets by her then i'm okay yeah. and so once i let her hear it you know after she after she picked herself up off the floor <laughs> 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 she was like, "Yeah, this is this is God. You heard from God. This wow. this is." And so she she put her stamp of approval on it, and that was all I needed. So, and you want to do another one? I do, yeah. I do. I just gotta, you know, find the the time, or at least another single or something. Right, right, you know, right. I probably do a project, but I'll probably do a single. Yeah. But you know, it is it's it's different because it was challenging for me. Because my um, my connection was with gospel radio, of course, mm-hmm. and so with that CE, I couldn't really play it on gospel yeah. radio. 
Right. <laughs> it's not a it's not a gospel CD. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't have connections really with secular radio, uh-huh. so that was kind of challenging. But um, you know, we were able to. I, I we did some commercial spots on Bobby Jones back then, you know, so that got the. the word out there so people know about it you know and um so it it did pretty it did pretty good it did pretty good yeah for 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 me to be a small label right uh you know i probably put more well i ain't gonna say probably i put more money into marketing promotions than i right i made oh wow okay (laughs) and then not to mention a distributor that uh didn't pay me uh, for for a lot of stuff and oh, product, wow. you know. So I I kind of, you know, lost money on uh, it. Lost money on it, yeah. but um, but it was it was a good experience. Right. It was a good. Experience. Well, Chris, uh, we gotta do this again. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe I'll I'll come on your show. Maybe I don't you know. Come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me know when I can come on your show. We'll we'll do this again. Yeah. I know I figured out the Zoom and everything, so now I know I know how to work it. So. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do okay. this again. Yeah, definitely. I, I appreciate it, man. I, I, I really do. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, yeah, uh, just let me know when, and and I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be ready. Okay, All sounds right. great. Thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, this has been the four one nine grind. Y'all have a good night. Toledo, rep your city. Visit us online at the four one nine grind dot com.